July 7, 2023. It's a Watt for Pedro's show.
dreams and planes alone But you needed something more And it's From Pedro Show, happy Friday. Start off John Coltrane, live excerpt from November 22nd, 1962. Bye bye, Blackbird. Just a piece, but a good one. And then after that, Nicholas Johnson with Thundercloud. And because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, I got with me. Nicholas Johnson, welcome aboard, brother Nick. Hey, what's happening, man? Thanks for having me. You're driving around in a coche, huh? <laughs> but are you in the no, port? Actually, are you, that, in the, I'm sorry. you in the Portland area? No, I'm actually in Cincinnati. Okay, so you, you're doing gigs? Are you on the road? No, that's 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 home base, man. Uh, oh I'm shit! Okay, maybe yeah. I'm confused because Alex, a lot of his cats come out of Portland. I think he's out of Portland. We got to give Absolutely, brother yeah. Alex we're, we're credit for the connect too. Right, yeah, we're uh, we're connected through some Portland folks, so that's how that came about. But yeah, he's a good dude, and actually, I haven't made it up to Portland just yet, but I, I can't wait to do that. Okay, okay, and you know, the country's big enough to have more than one town, so. 
No, I want to learn about your musical journey. So yeah. can we start as far back as you can go? Can you bring your earliest musical memory? Yeah, man. I, I was a band geek, dude. Uh, so a uh, little rural town in, in uh, South Central Kentucky. It's called Rocky Hill, Kentucky. Google that. I'm prepared to be amazed. Or use a, <laughs> uh, Ian McKay would say use a search engine. Right, precisely. You know, yeah, because I, I was, here's an I'm, example. If you use that one you you said, and you try to search for on-air guests on the Watt for Pedro show, you won't uh, find anything. But if you use one from Microshite, uh, Seattle, right. what's that? Bing, bing. Right. You'll right. find it. So I'm, I don't want to support anybody who wants a monopoly thing. But, uh, yeah, maybe yeah, it's sure. good there's more than one search. <laughs> Or yeah, as you know, I meant that tug in cheek because I know, I know, I know. It's like people <laughs> saying uh, Kleenex when they mean tissue, right? Because right we give the power to that big brand. Okay. Uh, anyway, totally. I didn't mean to interrupt your story. So you're in, you're in Rocky Rocky Hill, Kentucky. Rocky Hill, right. Kentucky. You know, punk is from Kentucky. Richard Hell's from Lexington. Oh right, that's right. Yeah, you're right. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, it's a big uh, town, but still Kentucky. New Yorker, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 1970, right? He runs away to New York, and but his beginnings is where you, your beginnings were. So you guys share that, right? Yeah, it's, it's and a I'll tell you, I'll tell you what a little thing on Cincinnati, old days of the movement. We couldn't play; it's a Procter and Gamble town, so we'd have to play across the river, Newport, Tucky side. Right on, yeah, that's funny. I, I didn't even know. I, I knew that there was a really rad uh, punk venue over there in Newport. Uh, it was called the Jockey Club, and then after yeah. that, it was that. Uh, Thompson House, I guess, the cat who came yeah. up with a machine gun, his family or something. Right, yeah. And then uh, I think they've moved to uh, Southgate House Revival, which is a really cool That's game. it. They're, That's it. Southgate. Yeah, they're wonderful, wonderful people. I love them to death. Um, but yeah, I started in uh, in, in Kentucky as a, as a band geek. I was a drummer. Uh, no, and- no, I want to go way back. Like your first memory, like, you know, you're, you're in your pad and you're a baby or whatever. A lot of people, they tell me they're riding around in the car hearing their parents playing stuff off the radio. Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. Like, uh, I ended up hearing that like country gospel stuff for the most part and i went i was totally totally uh bored and and honestly with that baptist stuff a little bit freaked out when i was a kid so i went the other route and i had an older brother way 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 older brother than you know he had kiss albums and uh beatles and all that good stuff so uh, and a, a little bit older sister and you know she had that 80s uh pop and r&b so it's weird i kind of kind of grew up on that stuff liking what that was stuff. there in in this pad that you grew up in in rocky hill was there uh instruments uh no no it, there no, really. Well, let me ask you about school. Were you in the marching right. band or the choir, shit like that? Yeah, sixth grade is when I joined. Uh, so middle school is when I joined band. And so uh, I, I tried playing trumpet for a week, and I just was so terrible, so freaking terrible. So my band director's like, just just go play drums. And I took to that. Yeah, band. but drums are bitching. That's a great favor, I think. So is trumpet, uh, but so is The best decision that was made for me in my life. <laughs> so, so, so what, what, you know, now most school bands I know if you get into drums, they don't give you a trap kit, right? They give you one thing to use in the marching band, or maybe it was the the concert band or something. Yeah, in the beginning, yeah. So, um, and then it was a little tiny school. So, actually, at one point in my middle school career, uh, they they sent me down on this uh, the drum set for uh, pet band. So, like basketball games, football games. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I got to I got like to, to play rev up set, the but... crowd when there's a rally going and shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, had some Louie Louie, and you know. 
Magnum PI themes. Okay, okay. So now, do you you only play at school, or do you end up getting a trap kit for the pad? No, no. It was my my parents. They weren't cool with with the noise. I had a little practice pad. (laughs) I understand. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me me ask you this. Nicholas, first record you bought with your own money, or whatever medium, but music that you purchased, right? Green Day Dookie. And first gig you saw? Oh, first gig I saw, dude, nobody came around Bowling Green, and, you know, I lived out in the Ah, you know what's in Bowling Green? The Corvette Museum. I've been there a few times. (laughs) Yes, sir. When they opened that, the very first, or one of the first concerts they did, uh, I actually got to go through uh, a school program, and it was B.B. King and Johnny Lane. And uh, I I wish, I mean, I appreciated it, but, like, now, I looking back, I'm like, man, I wish I was just a tad bit older to, to really appreciate you know what i was seeing there well you know uh, what they say youth is wasted on the young absolutely that's the most <laughs> no right because you learn how to appreciate the shit way down the road <laughs> absolutely you know it's it, it, you know who's from bowling green i think i knew a musician from bowling green that guy he ended up moving to new orleans but uh james yeah. p hall or something uh he kind of sings like richard hell but there's a musician, oh. yeah, that uh, uh, I remember I shared some bills, and the bass player was even on the show once. Oh, fuck. I can't oh, remember. thanks. I remember his last name was Hall. James Hall, I think his name. And he's great. I mean, we're talking 20, 25 years ago. Okay, uh, now, now, not graduating school, but in the afternoon when you're out of school, did you get into mm-hmm. the basement band, garage band, bedroom band thing? Uh, actually, you know what? It was crazy. Like, uh, in. I would stay after school because it was such a haul from the school to like rural farmland where I live. So I would just stay after school uh, before the game started. And it actually, we would sit in the, the band room and me and a few others would just jam out on some like covers and, you know, ACDC, Metallica. Uh, ah, so you're using the school stuff. for the prac pad. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what you, they call that ingenuity. Right, yeah, and then uh, you know we had, and then when the game started, we switched gears back to Louis sure, Louis sure. and all that stuff. You know? Well, you know what? At the end of the day, music's music. So whenever you play, I think you're investing in the next time. I was talking to uh-huh. the last guy. Hey, we had on. I grabbed yeah. you. The fact that you're like making music with other people—that's yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, absolute learning how to aid and abet, especially right. when you're going to ask cats down the line to help you aid and abet. <laughs> A million percent, absolutely. Okay, okay. Uh, but you get out of school. What's next for you in music? So I went to uh, Western Kentucky University, and uh, believe it or not, they're they're not cool with you bringing drums into a dorm. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, I, I switched to to guitar, and uh, I literally bought guitars for dummies. And uh, it, it just happened that I learned four chords. I think it was Earth Angel was actually the first song. Uh, so what, learned. like the A minor to C to F to G thing? Yes. Yeah. Good job. And, uh, well, Rocky Erickson, half his songs use some chords. <laughs> no, there's yeah, something man. about the 50s. Hey, they love that progression, man. It gets the job done. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's what we need to say. Get a job's uh, got the same. I mean, there's so many songs that use that line. It's beautiful. But it does, it teaches uh-huh. you a little bit about the blues, you know, because that C is right. a minor third of A. Yeah, so... Hey, it's good. What, acoustic guitar? Yes, yeah, and it was a borrowed one. Um, and so, yeah, I started 
playing. And then as soon as I learned those chords, man, I just, I got the itch to, I was a creative writing major. So it just kind of went hand in hand with like starting to song, right. And then, you know, I saw that, you know, people kind of dug what I was doing as far as covers and stuff like that. So that was my first dipping my toe into playing out live into the bars and Bowling Green and stuff like that. Little college town. Right. Right. Can you remember home and stuff at me? Can you remember the first song you wrote? Yeah, it was a, it was a song called night ride and it's actually on my, it's actually on my backup state album. And it was about just like when I was in high school, sneaking out with a girl, just basic kid stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so uh, that, that was the first one. Yeah. I wrote, I want to play thunder. Uh, no, we already played Thundercloud. What? I want to play <laughs> on the Avenue. Right up. Okay. <laughs>
Tall green grass in the concrete crack in the fader white lines of the parking lot. Lord, it went down when the jobs left town and the bones in the buildings they left to rot. Ghost of the past, busted glass in the homes and the places that we forgot. Let's get out of here, babe. Ain't nothing to lose. Let's shake up the dust, the rust belt. Red of the tail, I watch them blow. We're in the middle of nowhere, Ohio. Street light shot in a vacant lot. In a quiet little corner in the middle of town. Swept by the river, feels like I can drown. Shred Chunk of Music started off Nicholas Johnson with On the Avenue. After that, brand new from Dead Bob. This is a proj with the No Means No drummer, uh, Rob Wright. No, that was the bass man, John Wright, his brother. Sorry about that. Make Believe World. And he's back. <laughs> he said 10-year hiatus. He was like uh, bought into owning a pub. Remember, it's Canada. So they bring over some England stuff. And he's back playing drums. He's got projects he wants to record. Well, he has recorded, and that's beautiful. You know, life and music, sometimes it's hard to leave it. You might take oh. a break, but you got to get back <laughs> for yeah. some cats, right? <laughs> Bomb is printing after that, the Disordered States, um, the D.C. area. Rent Party, brand new out of Chicago. Time. Oh, there's a Richard Hell song called Time that's beautiful. Be people. I saw these cats in the late 70s at Hong Kong Cafe. They're part of the scene. Great drummer man, Tom Riccio. Still doing music. I think Oregon these days he plays. You at 8, the alternate mix. Mark Stewart. 
with Lampredanto. This is really sad because uh, we lost him. April, singer of the pop group, beautiful man. Body Waste is the tune. Africa Head Charge from those pop groups. They're like 16, 17, you know, late 70s. And and just the idea of putting Cap Beefheart with uh, Parliament Funkadelic, why not? That That's what I learned from the movement. It wasn't really Mohawks in 300 beats a minute. It's like, let the freak flag fly. Muskeg Mudsuck out of Anchorage, Alaska with On Bahan on Ar Antra. Yeah, pardon my terrible friend. I don't mean to butcher any language, including English, <laughs> but it happens. <laughs> Fuck. Slow learner. Uh, St. Abdullah and Jason Nazari, brand new tech mystic. Svetlana Maris with 2019 to 2020-4. Must be a date thing, huh? Um, maybe. Adavin, my pop said that spelling of the word assume. That was not an accident, boy. So watch out why. Chahasan. And finally, again, Nicholas Johnson with Middle of Nowhere. Which is kind of what you're describing sometimes. But it was somewhere because, you, you know, look what you got. You're playing in front of, like, first you're doing open mics, right? And, exactly. Okay. But it's man alone mode, just you, guitar, and voice, right? Correct. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and uh, did, I did the, the uh, I call it a, a crap sandwich where uh, it's like you cover, original cover, see if they notice the difference. <laughs> you know what I mean? See oh. if I can keep us, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A little stealth thing right. on them. Well, the people who know, know. But the people who don't, don't. <laughs> in Bowling Green, I think they were, they were just drunk college kids, so they yeah. were cool with it the way. And I know if they didn't notice the di- difference, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'm doing something right, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you don't go into a holding pattern, right? You're not treading water. That's just a, a journey. So wh- where do you go from there? <laughs> Well, you know, I, I went from, you know, dipping my toe in to, and I did, you know, the bar cover scene uh, through college, uh, Tyndall 2 stuff, you know, and uh, then I actually, I, I, after college, I decided not to use my degree, and uh, I went out on uh, pipeline construction, actually. A, a friend of mine talked me into being a welder helper, so I traveled around the country, and I'd work from like six in the morning till five, six at night, and then I'd play in the bars wherever I was, Tyndall too. So Wyoming, Savannah, Georgia, Champaign, Illinois, Indianapolis. And, you know, I started to go from, you know, one or two originals to, you know, 50-50, then 60-40, and then to the points where uh, I was on a job in upstate New York. And, you know, I, t- I decided to, to take the plunge and just like, you know what, the, to hell with the pipeline, let's, let's see what happens here, you know. And uh, it, it was a, it was a, it was a scary but necessary decision, and uh, you know, it it was. I was very, very fulfilled, and uh, you know, I never lost that itch. Now, when do you move from man alone mode to ensemble? You know what? To this point, it's still kind of a, a struggle. I call my I call my backing band the same old strangers because I never know who the hell is going to be in it. You know, uh, Yuka Honda was telling me Ig was because uh, you know her first husband Dougie Bowen played drum, and it, it ended up being drummy bass. 
the singer, and well, he was the singer. I remember that we were talking backstage when I was helping the Stooges, and Scotty Sound said, "Back to the singer," because <laughs> he, he, you're talking to the guy; he's calling you the bass player. You know, it's like, but, but, but the revolving door thing can, can let that happen right. easy. Right? In, you know what? Honestly, I call it the. Uh, it is a revolving door, not revolving door, but it's a repeating cast of characters. It's basically. That's that really, and you know this. It's the kind of the curse of knowing super talented people is like they're they're always busy, right? So, you know, it's just whoever's available, uh, and if no one is, you know, I've done the solo thing so long. As a matter of fact, the next tour uh, I'm doing, or the next leg of the tour, I should say, it's I think it's probably mostly going to be solo. So I'm, I'm I'm comfortable with that. So the tunes we're playing from the new stuff here, mm-hmm. you're gonna. Because they're they're ensemble records and stuff. So, but you you got like man alone versions. Yeah, definitely. It's it's you know it's a necessary thing when. No, you know, I, you, I understand. I yeah, understand. yeah. Pra- pra- pragmatic, <laughs> I think they would say. For sure, for sure, and you know it. Lent, I think I wrote I wrote them by myself, so I better I better know how to play them by myself. You know. And that's a, that's really, uh, man. I would be embarrassed to put my first song on a record. That's balls out of you to do so. But do, did you did, did you see a progression? Because you were saying it went from one or two originals uh, a gig to fifty fifty to mostly. Right, correct, yeah, and, and that that wasn't a quick journey. That was like over, over time, you know, and get being confident, and uh, you know. Well, when do you know when this what tunes a keeper? When it, it's got to go. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Like you know, I, it's. I re-recorded that that night ride. I actually did a first album called Upstate when I was <laughs> Upstate. Super clever, right? <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, it, it was when I was green in the studio. The producer was kind of green, and I just wasn't happy with uh, the way it turned out. And Night Ride was on that. And so over the over COVID, uh, when we were all kind of stuck, I ended up re-recording it called Back Upstate. So seven of those songs I redid, and I, I just thought they needed new life, and the songs deserve more than what they got. And okay. uh, I took that first album down, and I redid it. So I decided to do kind of like a, a new wave version of that song, completely different direction than I had done it before. Well, you, and, you're, in your life, you were in a different place, so that makes sense. Exactly, yeah. You're not the same dude you right, were when you were right. obviously a kid. And, you know, you've evolved as a person. You've evolved as a songwriter, so... You know, it's uh, it's it's pretty weird to play those as, you know, thinking of, man, I used to be that dude. <laughs> right, right. And you said upstate because that's where you make the decision, right, to cut loose the pipeline work and go for full-on yeah. music, man. Okay. Absolutely. And actually, you know, a lot of my albums, it's weird. Uh, I have a weird thing with place. So, like, you know, upstate, all those songs kind of remind me of being up there, um, it's called Shady Pines. I have a volume one, volume two. The the latest one is volume two. And that was the, the street I lived on in Ohio. Uh, the first one that reminds me of that. And then this is home. I did that in Milan, Italy. And that was a collaboration with my good buddy, uh, Virgin radio speaker and a really, really good Italian songwriter, Andrea rock. And that was kind of like a collaboration and our, our celebration of, you know, that's a love song to Milan and our friendship. So yeah. you know, the place now- is really big. People, uh, let me tell the listeners, Andrea is a very popular male name in Italy. Uh, <laughs> over here, it's all girls. I don't know why, but <laughs> but Whatever. rock don't sound too Italian, right? Yeah. The first the first time I met him, I was like, "Oh, Andrea, 
that's that's Andrea. Yeah, no. well, I, I got a band. I played with two guys over there, and the yeah, the drummer, same thing. <laughs> thing. And they, it actually comes from, uh, yeah, what uh, where it's, we get the word androgynous and stuff. They told me uh, right. some some Greek going way back to the Greek uh, name oh, for na- sure. name inspirers. So uh, did, when you were coming up, as were you looking at other? Man alone. Well, what about what do you think of the tag singer songwriter? You know, I, I think of it as an umbrella umbrella term. I mean, I think I think we, if you think about it, it's kind of a generic term. We're all singers. And yeah, we're all yeah. <laughs> I know. It's kind of, but 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 the, the caricature is like one guy with his guitar, right? Right. Right. You know, though, my my favorite artist, and hopefully the listeners hear this in my music. My favorite artists are the ones who have the balls to do whatever they want so yes. it could be a dude with a guitar one song will be you know americana or one song will be punk one song will be rockabilly it's just they do what they want like tom petty uh ryan adams uh you know folks like that you know sure. jeff Tweedy, wilco uh, just guys that take risks and so i don't really come at it as the as you know singer songwriter perspective i was like what you know what? What do I like? What what sounds good? And and what would what would those fellas do? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really interesting. Yeah, yeah like you're not an actor. Hey, what's my role? You know, where's the script? <laughs> what what part do I play? Yeah, yeah. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, July twenty seventh. No, July seventh, twenty twenty three. Dish Wapito, <laughs> special guest Nicholas Johnson. Hold tight for hour two. July 7, 2023, second hour, Watt for Pedro Show. Dark and bloody cry A scream noise slams by an angry hello The shots and the screams, the threats to leave oh, oh. Plates on the wall, the hurt it all The scars and the pain that still Duck and bloody cry
against the man Dark and bloody ground Train on blows our God only knows yeah. The sight that peels to the towns and the fields Oh, oh Rumbles and howls We hear for miles Oh Dark and bloody ground
Yeah. 
From Pedro Show. We start off the second hour. Nicholas Johnson, Dark and Bloody Ground. Tom Hall after that with Fold into Fold. Tim Hill, Dead Man. Skull Practitioners. Ah, they're from upstate New York, I think. All right. Yeah, Hudson Valley or something. Uh, by, by Albany, right? E- Exit Wounds. And then finally, Nicholas Johnson. Binghamton, New York is Portal to Hell. Well, it's also a college. I played there once with Minuteman. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, it is it is a college town. BU's up there. Yeah, right, right. And uh, not too far from Ithaca, the uh, Cornell, the big private school. And Oh, yeah, yeah. Any, anyway, I mean, you were saying some nice things about upstate New York, like you were inspired <laughs> to do your now, – now that's the portal to hell. <laughs> well, you know, here's, here's the thing, man. No, so I think like, anywhere's like that. They have duality, right? It could be the worst. Because you hear people, well, what's your favorite town? What's your ha- most hated town? And I say, 
that's bullshit because it's all mixed up. Oh, for sure. For sure. There's no easy answer to that. And, you know, uh, honestly, it's, it's not necessarily biographical. It's like, it's, uh, you know, Rod Serling is from Binghamton. And so that's it's like right. white that's stone right. type vibe, you know, and it's, uh, you know, they have flooding there. And it's like some people, you know, I've heard this story that, you know, a place will grab you in and won't let you go. And it's those folks that like are, are grabbed in. And that's really where the perspective comes from. It's not necessarily autobiographical. As a matter of fact, I, I have family up there. I love, you know, Binghamton uh, to death. They have the, the speedies. They have the good food. They have, a, you know, great great stuff up there and the beautiful mountains but you know this is just a, a perspective and a narrative that you know i got from the the negatives you know sure sure well, is it the mohawk river i mean there's these weird trips they're like bridges but you don't drive over them they hold these big sheets of metal to keep the ice float when because they got hell of winters up there and yes uh, yeah to break <laughs> up the flows right Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's a Susquehanna up there. And so okay, like, Susquehanna. That was the okay, yeah. North. When I moved up there, that's the furthest north I've ever been. And you know, where I come from, it snows inches, not feet. <laughs> so uh And there's feet. Was, I, I was a couple year, years in Schenectady because there's a nuclear plant there. My uh, pop got trained he was a nuclear engine wombs in the Navy. Okay. G, yeah, G E had a plant there. They just shut it down recently. But, uh, yeah, Adirondacks, yeah, very pretty stuff. Uh, yeah, for sure. What about this, this, speaking of titles, Dark yeah. and Bloody Ground? Right. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a little ominous. As a matter of fact, the, the whole album has some pretty ominous titles. I didn't yeah, really yeah. necessarily plan that, but it kind of worked out thematically. Um, you know, Dark and Bloody Ground, and I could be completely off base or even misremembering, but I kind of remember when I was growing up that, you know, the Iroquois word for Kentucky was, you know, or the meaning rather, uh, was Dark and Bloody Ground. Uh, since then, I've heard it was like Happy Hunting Ground, but I guess there's some <laughs> debate about that. But uh, also, you know, that's that's kind of the theme of that song is that, you know, dark and bloody ground. And, you know, again, you have this like weird, like you were talking about, you have this weird relationship about where you're from and, yeah. you know, uh, you know, so that's from the perspective of, of once again, the, the loneliness and the, it is an isolated spot. So, you know, it's the loneliness, that's the isolation. And so that's, that's, yeah, kind of you know, uh, Sly Stone said, it's not where you're from, it's where you're at. In some right. ways, because you got a little choice in that. <laughs> you don't really pick right. where you're from. <laughs> you're absolutely right. You're and here's another right. thing. You, me asking about meanings or like all these documentaries, you know, is kind of right. stupid of me. I could, I'm, uh, last 14 years of Charles Bukowski was here in Pedro and I got to meet him. And I asked oh, him wow. about this scene and dirty old man about some cat asking him to go on a bank robbery and he, he knows he's a cop or something. And I asked him yeah. if that was true. And he looked at me, he said, don't you know that writing is for pretending? Uh, no kidding. <laughs> I told his wife or second wife, Linda about that. She still lives here in Pedro. And she said, he said that. I said, yes, he did. That's incredible. Yeah. How cool. That is cool, man. That's a, that's a hang out with that fella. That's, that's incredible. <laughs> I wish I could have hung out. I got to rap with him a couple times. He was very nice to me uh, every time, too. Look, speaking of titles, this next one's called Shame. <laughs> <laughs> These 
things in my head I watch them come alive So slowly they swim And rising like the tide Gonna take me right down New Orleans Gonna play these songs down in Just pray it don't rain It's a shame It's a shame I had to lose my mind To find my soul And it's strange Honey, I have changed But I had to lose my mind To find my soul Things I can't say The words that I can't find Just a feeling I can't shake Like a desert, baby I burned and dry Gonna take me right down to New Orleans Gonna play these songs down in Bourbon Street
a dream More than magazines Hit the center core Touched by everything Volcanic wedding ring Tremors when it sings Falling up I think With the heaven wings Who was in the sky I can see the eye Looking back at me Searching for the wild Murder is goodbye Love is not a sign In a circle lane Looking for the fraud Beat the genocide Represent the all Colors what I am Splash the grayest wall Splash the grayest wall Splash the grayest wall Splash the grayest wall I don't mean to leave the ones I love the most Ancestors take me to my own Holy Ghost Embrace the fire so I can feel the glow Something in you that nobody ever knows On a rocky road, falling through the cuts Color of your skin, doesn't mean you're fucked Born to hold it up, all your people gone Something turned it back, mothers left them all Some will call you home, trust it or you don't Leave it back for all, all of what you want Gotta be your home, gotta be your door Gotta buy your light, gotta be your lord Gotta be your flow, gotta be your pure Something bigger than everything before Gotta be your life, waking up and I Waking up and I
chunk of music started off with shame from nicholas johnson and he he off air he enlightened me but i didn't want it all wasted on what so give it to the listeners nicholas uh yeah so shame is kind of about um a, a nervous breakdown but again like i was saying it's uh sometimes these breakdowns lead to to breakthroughs so really what it's about is like coming out on the other side of it you know and yeah i had to lose my mind to find my soul and that's that's really the theme of that song yeah life is true like a farmer would tell you, if you want a good crop, use a lot of manure. <laughs> like, bring yeah. it, motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, yeah. we had Dan Jones and the Squids, Kansas City band. You know there's a lot of squid in the Missouri River. <laughs> anyway, this is called, <laughs> it's called The Hazards of Club Life. Talking about it, that, that probably is a documentary song. <laughs> All right. Samuel Lockward out of Iowa City with California Ghost Girl. Definitely, that's pretendo. <laughs> Uh, with that college town, right? Yeah. You said Champaign, Illinois. That's another college town, right? You yeah, are. yeah. So I was on the. I was speaking of the pipeline earlier. I was on a big, long job from Champaign all the way to Indianapolis, and really, that's that's where I really cut my teeth and started to like go t- more towards the originals. And I played the a lot at the Cowboy Monkey yeah. on our Speedwagon Way. <laughs> right, because that band, you know, one of the big guys. I think the guitar man, Adrian Blues, from that town, too. I remember oh, a Minuteman used to play a place called Mabel's, oh, uh, okay. right by the school. There, I don't think it's happening anymore. One time it was snowing, and uh, the, the REO Speedwagon, you know, the 
the, the helper man that doesn't lift anything. He comes in sweating. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's up there. Zebek's tree after that with piano number 18, 2.0. I guess it was his, <laughs> se his second try, right? <laughs> Raw Poetic and Luke Stewart with Dream Clicker. Oh, <laughs> More yeah. pewter. I love the, the why modern days can inform our so, so songwriting. Amanda Chad Child Harry with mellow mix of Donner Stick. You know, as in vaudeville, work in the room, right? Uh, Brendan Etter yeah. Ensemble. This is a drummer man who's a composer. I love that idea. Greet and visual. Yeah. And then finally, Nicholas Johnson with Firewater. <laughs> is that a whiskey song? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> it, it's really weird, honestly, because uh, it's kind of, but, you know, it's that's actually, I wrote that one about the time I lost my mom. And, you know, um, it's uh, it's kind of like you know, it's grief sometimes is a selfish thing. I think you know, and that's uh, that's kind of about you know, figuring out your mortality. You know, you think about your own thing, and uh, that's about like kind of getting back into uh, get kind of about getting back into music. I guess you know. No, sometimes things that the reality of the dealio, right? I remember I took this drummer man out. He's 22. He's seven months short of 40 years younger than me. And he, hey, we got a couple hours to kill before sound check. And I just looked at him. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? Youth is wasted on the young. He'll figure out you ain't got any time to kill. And so, yeah. And also, people, listeners out there, Kentucky is where you get the real bourbon. If it's, you know, that's why it says Tennessee whiskey on the uh, Jack Daniels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. And, mm -hmm. uh, I, I didn't get to uh, ask you about uh, about shame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the shame is about the, you know, having coming up on the on the other side of a, a nervous breakdown a little bit and having to lose your mind to find your soul, you know. Oh, I know. Uh, I know. But how, how did you thing. use how did you connect that? Or when do the titles come in your songwriting do, at the end? At the like with me, I have to start with the title. or I got no focus. <laughs> You know, it's uh, it's the ADHD in me, man. It kind of goes all over the place. Sometimes okay. the title's there. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's like this is the song. This the this is the theme within the song. Um, you know, and and that's that's kind of where it lands. Sometimes, you know. Right, right, and 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 about your process. Do you have like a notebook of of, of words and spiels and poems, or do you like write on demand? You know, hey, I need some words for this right. mu music. Well, for sure, yeah. I got I got notebooks and notebooks, and then so, sometimes it's the it's the chords that happen, the structure. Yeah. Sometimes the lyrics. Yeah. And then sometimes you know, and some of them are in my voice notes in my iPhone. Some of them are. No, like a lot of cats here. are doing that now. I got a little Sony, because uh, the memory, right? That riff's right. gone. <laughs> Those words are gone if you don't get them on the thing. The worst is going to be gone, dude. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then sometimes, like, I'll forget to listen to my voice notes in a while, and then I'll I'll go back to them. Like, I'll be damned. There's a song that wasn't bad, dude. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. So I forgot about that. And then sometimes I'll match that up to something I wrote that was like not connected. So <laughs> it works out. Right, right, right. It's like going in a thrift store and you didn't know what you wanted till you got in there and saw this shit. <laughs> 
it's like, oh, man, I need this. Right, right. Okay, look, we're at the end of the second hour, July 7, 2023. You Peter, Peter's special guest, Nicholas Johnson. Hold tight for hour three. July 7, 2023, it's the third hour. What for Pedro show? Sidewalk. 
Thank you.
McDonald's Yeah, she gives me a smile and she gives me a beer Honey, when we're getting out of here we're getting out of here Yeah, down by the banks Where the river runs wild She's gonna catch the devil tonight Yeah, she gives him a dance I just one chance Or maybe he can make it alright Is it ever gonna be alright show start off the third hour nicholas johnson with lost and found we're reminiscing about first places what got to play in cincinnati simone sims longo with here's some uh musicians from italy here uh, uh, spatanani 
And then uh, Electro Capra, Electric Goat, huh? <laughs> Ragazzi di Oggi. And uh, right, uh, I, uh, Above the Tree, Slide Empire, Stefano Pelia. This is who I play with, you know, so you know, uh, Spiralis. And then finally, Nicholas Johnson. The damned and the lonely. So, so when did you first get to play over in Europe? Uh, well, it's a weird thing. Um, I had an opportunity to move overseas in, in 2015, uh, just by weird circumstance. Had never been out of the country, Mike, and it was moving. <laughs> so, sold the sold the house in near Dayton, Ohio. Sold the cars, got the dogs, and uh, <laughs> moved over there. And uh, you know, at that time. I was just coming out. That's around the time, you know, Firewater and Shame was written. And I was coming on the other side of, you know, losing mom. And that was the perfect time to just, you know, jump back headfirst into music instead of dipping my toe. And because I had nothing to offer anyone because I couldn't speak the language. Right, so right, right. So cool. when I got over there, I just looked for uh, anywhere, awnings or anything that said live music. And, uh, I would pop in and sometimes live music meant a DJ uh, over there. Uh, but, you know. Oh, no. Up... Even the early 80s. I remember the first place we played with Black Flag, Minuteman. It was a disco with lit up floor and shit. Uh, yeah. yeah. Did you, and, was it Milano? What's that? I'm sorry. Was it Milano? It was Milano. Yeah. Now, how'd you pick that town? Uh, it was just, that was what was uh, offered to me. So oh, okay. that was. Okay. It is the most like European universal city of Italy. So it's kind of not, uh, it's kind of a hodgepodge of, you know, different nationalities. Being so, in the north like Italy, that, Torino's dear. like that also. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so um, I went to this Palo Alto cafe, which was just, uh, you know, luckily about five steps away from my, my path. And uh, they, I talked them into letting me open for karaoke. And, uh, that it, it was weird though man because like um it's it worked out like the u.s where one gig leads to another that leads to another and uh, eventually i was playing this really really cool hostel called Estello bello and uh that's where i met my good friend andrea rock from from virgin radio Beautiful and uh, just started bsing about you know nba and boston celtics and uh other stuff and uh yeah they like that. hoops Italy yeah. likes b-ball yeah and i i, I gotta tell you when the ethu thing came in there was more english before the eu like hardly any english in italy so it was a little tougher oh for sure i imagine yeah, yeah. and even even in certain areas it's still you know that way and so I, I got i got i got good enough to to drink and eat really good <laughs> uh, so, and what about uh, this and, this tune lost and found? So you were lost, and then you're found in Milano, right? Yeah, yeah, and it is. It's about you know uh, what you lose and what you find, right? You know, it's this cat it's, in Holland told me one door opens, another uh, no, one door closes, another one opens. A hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you just got to put one foot in front of the other and, and march that direction. Fuck, I but, fucked up that aphorism. My papa would say, boy, you'd fuck up a two-car cracker funeral. <laughs> what about the damned and the lonely? I like these yeah. and things, these dualities. Right, absolutely. Uh, you know, and uh, honestly, that was the, the coolest line in the in the song. So that, But it also encompassed what I was talking about, too. And really, the theme of that one is is loneliness. loneliness sorry. And... Um, 
in isolation and somebody looking for something, you know, looking for something to fill that hole. And that those those verses and actually throughout that Shady Pines volume two, these are little vignettes, every little scenes, basically, if you're looking at it in visuals, little little paintings of. Uh, you mean and, like of one big tune, like different parts of one big piece? Correct. Yeah. So they're all little they're all little narratives. Uh, well, that makes sense because you're in Italy, land of the opera, right? So <laughs> kind of like opera. I guess so. Yeah, I never thought of that. I've written three of them. I've written three of them where it was like I couldn't do it all in one tune, so I had to make this giant tune with little parts. Right, yeah. And, I mean, coming from that creative writing, I almost, I actually, you know, I started with, you know, fiction and and writing those big things. So I'm really big on narrative and, you know, trying to paint a scene. And um, so... Damn the Lonely is actually, if you listen to it, those are the neighborhoods in Cincinnati, too. You know, down by the banks uh, on Fifth and Vine, you know, um, just stuff like that. So that one's actually a Cincy song. But, you yeah, know, I'll tell same you, with I, the ones I I have for. a very favorite bass man in Cincy, Bootsy. Bootsy. Yeah, yeah buddy. Now, you got this song, Center. Let's play it.
Well 
Hot for Pedro show. Last music for this edition. Chunk started with Nicholas Johnson doing center. Then we had Gary Lee Connor, Screaming Trees main man, and he's doing solo stuff. Open Your Windows, the two. Ken Vandermark with Love Cry. I think it's an Albert Eiler tune. And then finally, Nicholas Johnson with New Vampire. Okay, center. Uh, yeah, center. Um, that That's probably the, the most personal song I have, the most autobiographical, I should say. A lot of these songs, you know, I, I hide myself a little bit in these narratives. But sure. uh, the center one is the most raw. And honestly, it really took some convincing for me to A, play it out, B, record it, you know, just because it is so personal. And yeah, obviously growing up in Baptist, you, you have to learn how it's a culture where you have to, they're not cool with you being cool with yourself, basically, you know? So you have to really learn how to do that. And it takes a lot of work. And, you know, that song is about learning how to, you know, be cool with yourself. Uh, And it's like, I am these things. I'm a sinner because I I hate myself. I'm a sinner because I want to be. And that's the worst thing you can say to somebody in that area of the country. Oh, you're a sinner. You're, you're sinning and stuff like that. You know, what if Jesus were here? Would he like what you're doing? That kind of thing. So um, that was kind of my play on that. And, you know, it, in the, in the course, it's like a reverse baptism, you know, getting, getting rid of that shame and that guilt and uh, letting go of it. You know, last couple of years, I read up 10 John Coltrane bios. And in one of them, they're talking about this gig. It's a matinee, mm-hmm. maybe three or four people there. And he right. turns around, and he looks at it's the quartet, right? So right. Jimmy and McCoy and Elvin. And he said, right. dig yourself. And they jammed for three hours for four. Man, wouldn't you want to be one of them four dudes? Wow. How but cool other, is that? But other yeah, people would have said, man, that's a waste of time. But I think that dig yourself, yeah, it means you don't get into it. And like you were saying uh, about the, uh, you know, this theme, Tema, be Italiano, huh? This Tema you have underneath this center tune. Maybe it relates a little bit to that, what he asked his band to do. Yeah, no, I I, I can't disagree whatsoever, man. And it is it is a hard, especially, I don't know, I, maybe everywhere, but like, you know, it felt especially coming through from that atmosphere, you know, less than, you know, 200, you know, if that, people, you know, it kind of is so overarching the church. I mean, that's, that's just what you do and that's who you are. And so it, it becomes this thing you have to kind of shake off to be a normal person uh, in my opinion no no offense to folks that are you know religious out there that ain't what i'm trying to say but well in, normal, my, in my mind normals mean more average i think that word's misused i think people always use it for healthy but Correct, it's just yeah. with the statistics <laughs> you know, 1933 right. germany what's normal right nicholas tell me what your plan is now is the tour coming up yeah so we did our spring one uh over march and that encompassed like south by and all that good stuff we did a loop in the midwest and now i'm headed to the east coast in august uh starting out here at home in cincy going through columbus pittsburgh and heading up to new york upstate new york rhode island all that good stuff and then uh in october i'm going to take september well I'm not taking September off. I'm going to uh, Americana Fest in Nashville, but that's just about it. And then October, I'm headed over to uh, Ireland, UK, and then back over to Italy for the first time since the pandemic. So Whoa, okay. super, super excited. And if people want to find out more about you on the internet, is there a place they can go? Yeah, sure. It's uh, uh, nicholasjohnsonmusic.com. That's the website. Yeah, and then, great. Instas and Facebook is just at Nicholas Johnson Music. Yeah, you probably got links at your place to those pads, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. YouTube, all that good stuff. And you're probably thinking of the next record, right? I'm, I'm starting to. It, sometimes it's it's tough, man. When you do a release, yeah, it kind of you hit that. I don't know if you. It's, I hate to put this example, but it's kind of like a postpartum depression. Yeah, yeah. 
You're, you're letting go of a kid. No, I know, uh, I know, I know. But sometimes you also got this, man, I want to do another one. That's happening now. So it's kind okay. of like past that part's passing and kind of getting back into creative mode. Sometimes that, you know, administrative stuff and planning and booking, it kind of like blocks your brain a little bit. So now that that's kind of like clearing out, it's it's making more headspace for going back in the creative process. And that's where I feel more at home versus the, you know, writing a million emails and talking to managers and stuff like that. So. Great, great. Well, here's an invite. When you get that next one done, can we come back on the show and we can play it and you talk about it, please? Absolutely, man. I'd, I'd, I'd love okay. that. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, safe seas on your journey and, you know, kick up much dust. <laughs> Thank really you, sir. Great. I appreciate okay. it. People, July 7, 2023, you just want Peter, she'll keep your powder dry.